In today's show, Bitcoin threatens $38,000 as three-day chart hints at a March 2020 crash repeat. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. And as pointed out here by WhaleMap, Big Smart Whale moved 24,000 BTC today. Usually transactions like this signify over-the-counter trades. Good sign. For Bitcoin, and as Lex Mosofsky shares, 10 to 100 BTC wallets are stacking like crazy. Their supply is getting parabolic. These guys correctly sold the meat of the 10 to $50,000 Bitcoin move. And as Root shares here, still very likely that the macro bottom is in, including Dennis Porter. Marijuana possession is a federal crime in the USA, yet more than half the states have decriminalized it or made it completely legal. The same process is about to occur with Bitcoin legal tender. The state's will lead the way. And he also shares in the year 2050, Bitcoin will be $20 million per coin and will still have no intrinsic value. And this just in breaking news, Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak says just recently, I think Bitcoin is going to go to $100,000. Send it. Also in today's show, White House executive order on crypto is setting the stage for a massive rally, says BitYCIO Matt Hogan. Also in today's show, here's how much a multimillionaire Kevin O'Leary's portfolio is in crypto. Now keep in mind that back in 2019, he called Bitcoin worthless, useless currency, and even garbage. And then in the beginning of 2021, he softened his stance and said he had now allocated 3% of his portfolio into crypto. And now most recently in an interview with CNBC, he revealed his exposure to digital assets now equals 20% of his total worth. Quitting him here, I have millions of dollars. 20% of my portfolio is now in cryptocurrencies and blockchains. If you own Microsoft, if you own Google, why don't you own Bitcoin? Great point. Also in today's show, best-selling author Robert Kiyosaki says we're in the biggest bubble in world history and warns governments will seize all cryptocurrencies. He goes hard on crypto Twitter, quoting him here. Do you have a plan B? We're in the biggest bubble in world history. Bubbles in stocks, real estate, commodities, and oil. Future? Possible depression with hyperinflation. My plan B? Be an entrepreneur. Stay out of the stock market. Create own assets. Use debt as money. Save gold, silver, Bitcoin, guns, and he continues, bye-bye Bitcoin, prediction, Biden to sign executive order, regulating cryptos, next, Fed crypto, next, all cryptocurrencies seized and folded into government crypto, let's go Brandon, you criminal, you commie, also in today's show, we'll be taking a look at the overall crypto market, as you can see, Bitcoin, Ether, and many of the major alts are currently correcting and in the red, but where's the Bitcoin price? Likely to go next. Find out all this, plus so much more, in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Make some noise in the live comments. Right down below, the Bitcoin further tested $38,000 overnight as the weekend began with uncertainty amongst traders. And right here, you're looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Now, data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView showed Bitcoin circling $39,000 after several attempts to break 38,000 support. And at the time of this recording, we're currently trading just above 39,000. The pair had also seen a brief spurt above 40,000 on Friday, thanks to geopolitical developments. This nonetheless lasted just a matter of minutes before the previous status quo return. Such fake outs to higher levels, which ended with Bitcoin coming full circle and liquidating both short and long positions was already familiar behavior for market participants this month and expect more continued volatility. So if you're trading right now with leverage, you're absolutely insane. Just 
saying now however the lower time frames were beginning to show signs that a more significant downtrend could be on the horizon as pointed out here by material indicators three-day bitcoin candles are flirting with the 200-day moving average for the first time since the covid crash if this is a precursor to what the weekly candle is going to do make sure you have enough powder to take advantage of the buying opportunity that follows that bounce can change your life Let's freaking go. Now, the 200-week moving average currently sits just above $20,000 and is still climbing. You can see it here in this chart, which is symbolized by that blue line. It has acted as a historical bottom zone throughout Bitcoin's lifespan and has never been violated. Now, meeting it would require a drop of 50% from the current spot price and 70% from all-time highs of $69,000, something which Bitcoin has nonetheless achieved in the past. Now, the COVID crash, for instance, saw a 60% dip in just a matter of days before an equally strong reversal initiated a new price paradigm later in the year. Bitcoin remained at the mercy of the stock markets during the week. Meanwhile, these trending down to cap 2.9% and 3.5% weekly losses for the S&P 500 and NASDAQ, respectively. Now, previously, popular trader Pentoshi stated plainly that he believed that a Wall Street crash-style event could take hold of the markets this year. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Pentoshi. Now let's discuss the big and small Bitcoin bets, which keep flowing in on the plus side. Well, buy-ins and smaller investor wallet growth provided reasons to be cheerful for the long-term hodlers. Where my Bitcoin long-term hodlers at? Make some noise in the live chat. Now as previously reported, 30,000 Bitcoin left Coinbase on Friday, while the exchange's reserves mimic decreases seen in July and September of last year, immediately before Bitcoin made significant price increases, as pointed out here by WellMap. Big Smart Well moved 24,000 BTC today. Usually transactions like this signify over-the-counter trades. Good sign for BTC. And running the math, 24,000 Bitcoin times 40,000 each is $960 million. That's right, almost a billion dollars. Whales aren't playing around. And as Lex Mazowski shares here, 10 to 100 BTC wallets are stacking like crazy. Their supply is getting parabolic. These guys correctly sold the meat of the 10 to $50,000 Bitcoin move. And as Root shares here, still very likely that the macro bottom is in. Let me know if you agree or disagree. And as Dennis Porter shares, marijuana possession is a federal crime in the USA, yet more than half of the states have decriminalized it or made it completely legal. The same process is about to occur with Bitcoin legal tender. The states will lead the way. Let's go USA. And he also makes a very bullish prediction here. In the year 2050, Bitcoin will be $20 million per coin and will still have no intrinsic value. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Dennis Porter and quoting Steve Wozniak, the Apple co-founder. Just recently, I think Bitcoin is going to go to $100,000. Send it. And before I break down next story of the day, White House executive order on crypto is setting the stage for a massive rally, says Bitwise CIO Matt Hogan. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin and many of the alts are currently correcting and in the red with Bitcoin down 2% for the day, but maintaining just above $39,200. We have Ether down almost 3% for the day, trading just under $2,600. We have Luna down 9%, trading just above 90 bucks. XRP, one of the few actually pumping. And in the green, thanks to the lawsuit status update that they're going to win the case against the SEC. It's now up 5% for the day, trading just under 79 cents. We have Solana down 2.5%, trading at $81.54. 
and Avalanche down 6%, trading just under $72. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Bitwise CIO Matt Hogan is predicting a bullish forecast for crypto assets after U.S. President Sleepy Joe Biden signed an executive order that calls for the examination of the potential risks and benefits of blockchain technology. In a new interview on CNBC Crypto World, Hogan says that the executive order marks the beginning of a new bull market phase in the crypto market. Quoting him here, the crypto market needs better and clearer regulation if it's going to go truly mainstream. What we got here was sort of a shotgun to start telling all regulators to push that forward in a way that protects investors but doesn't throw the baby out of the bathwater. That keeps the economic development here in the U.S. I think it's pretty close to the outcome we're all hoping for. Now, Hogan believes that the order could facilitate a longer rally for digital assets as it addresses the lack of regulatory clarity that limits investments in the crypto space. Quitting him again here, we haven't gone from zero to 100 on regulatory clarity with this executive order, but we have done is go from zero to one. We've taken the first step to establish a true regulatory regime for crypto. If you believe in the underlying technology, if you believe it's as disruptive as all crypto investors do, you want to see the regulatory safeguards exist that allow the technology to express itself, that allows it to affect not just a little part of society, but all of what we do every day of how finance works and how the web works. I do think this is a signal moment, and I do think it sets the stage for a bull market that can last at least through this year and potentially beyond. To check out this entire interview with Matt Hogan, the Bitwise CIO, check the show notes below the video and the description. Also like to point out that at the end of last year, he's quoted saying, I think as we look into 2022, we still have these fundamental drivers, the institutions we speak of every day at Bitwise, Hogan explained. A hundred thousand dollars by the end of the year is a difficult prediction to make. Again, this is back in December of 2021, but he does go on to say, I think a hundred thousand dollars could be in target in 2022, but this year I'm not so sure. Hogan remarked, well, guess what? It is now 2022, so $100,000 Bitcoin price, send it. And regarding Ethereum and Solana, here's what he had to share. Investors are going to be looking at Ethereum, Solana, or Polygon. Investors are starting to realize there's more to crypto than just Bitcoin. If there's one bigger story for next year, it's going to be everything else. Crypto as DeFi, NFTs, Web3, or Metaverse. So there you have it. And before I break down next story of the day, here's how much a multimillionaire Kevin O'Leary's portfolio is in crypto. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap sitting just above 1.7 trillion dollars with 74 billion in volume in the past 24 hours the current bitcoin dominance is 42.6% with the ether dominance at 17 0.7%. And now checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the week. You can see Waves up 52%, Zcash up 26%. We have Monero up 11%, AR up 11%. We have Rune up 20% and Stacks up 20%. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Kevin O'Leary, aka Mr. Wonderful, said he has allocated millions of dollars into cryptocurrency. Now the former critic of Bitcoin now said investing in it is like investing in giant corporations such as Google and Microsoft. Now for the kicker, back in 2019, the Canadian businessman and television personality from Shark Tank was among the biggest critics of the crypto industry. At the time, he described Bitcoin as worthless, useless currency, and even garbage because you can't get it in and out in large amounts. He then started softening his stance at the beginning of 2021, saying he's not against Bitcoin, and that he even respects the asset. Then shortly after, he entered the ecosystem by allocating 3% of his portfolio into it. And now in a recent interview for CNBC, Mr. Wonderful revealed his exposure to digital assets equals 20% of his total worth. Quoting him here from Squawk Box, I had millions of dollars. 20% of my portfolio is now in cryptocurrencies and blockchains. If you own Microsoft, if you own Google, 
why don't you own Bitcoin? And he makes a great point. Now, speaking of the primary crypto, he argued that investing in it is like buying shares of leading tech companies like Microsoft, Google, as well as many others. Apart from Bitcoin, he admitted holding Ethereum, Solana, as well as Avalanche, quoting him here, you have to be diversified. I own 32 different positions, including equity and FTX itself. I'm back in their initiatives. You don't know who's going to win. Is Ethereum going to win? Is Solana? Is Avalanche? I own them all. Now, subsequently, the Canadian says he sees potential in NFTs. Earlier this year, O'Leary envisioned that NFTs could emerge as a much bigger, more fluid market. Then Bitcoin, quoting him here, you're going to see a lot of movement in terms of doing authentication and insurance policies and real estate transfer taxes all online over the next few years, making NFTs a much bigger, more fluid market potentially than just Bitcoin alone, he stated back then. Now for his stance on Dogecoin, O'Leary might be keen on numerous digital assets, but Dogecoin is certainly not among those. Last summer, he said, investing in the meme coin is the same as betting your money on red or black in a casino. He went further, arguing that Doge has no inherent value and should be classified as pure speculation. Take that. Elon Fud Puppet Mushrat. When you speculate on something like Dogecoin, that's no different than going to Vegas and putting your money on red or black. It's a pure speculation. I agree 100%. Now, before I break down our final story of the day, best-selling author Robert Kiyosaki says we're in the biggest bubble in world history and warns that government will seize all cryptocurrencies. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,000 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store, now live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.com. Net. Also, have a daily letter, which goes out to over 30,000 subscribers every single day. To subscribe, visit letter.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, have a blog I update daily, which can be found at cryptonewsyes.com. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day, including weekends just like this. And of course, you can find me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan Experience, to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. And if you're listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikTok. So wherever you're at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. The author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, has made several gloomy predictions and bleak warnings over the past couple of days. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, one of my favorite books, which was released back in 1997, was co-authored by Kiyosaki and Sharon Letcher. It has been on the New York Times bestseller list for over six years. More than 32 million copies of the book have been sold in over 51 languages across more than 109 countries. Now, on Tuesday, he tweeted to its 1.8 million followers, do we have a plan B? The famous author proceeded to warn that we're in the biggest bubble in world history, citing bubbles in stocks, real estate, commodities, as well as oil. And as far as a future outlook, he warned about hyperinflation and a depression, quoting him right here on crypto Twitter. Do you have a plan B? We're in the biggest bubble in world history, bubbles in stock, real estate, commodities, and oil. Future, possible depression with hyperinflation. My plan B, be an entrepreneur, stay out of the stock market, create own assets, use debt as money, save gold, silver, Bitcoin, guns. Now, this is not the first time that the famous author warned about a depression in December of last year. He similarly predicted that a depression is coming. Kiyosaki often tweeted blaming President Sleepy Joe, his administration, and the Federal Reserve for high inflation and destroying the U.S. dollar. And last week, the Rich Dad Poor Dad author advised investors how to profit from inflation and invest 
like a capitalist. And until Tuesday, Kiyosaki had been bullish on Bitcoin. He often recommended buying gold, silver, and Bitcoin as a hedge against inflation. However, he tweeted on Tuesday morning that he expects the U.S. government to seize all cryptocurrencies. He explained that after President Biden signed an executive order regulating cryptos, the next step would be to launch a Fed crypto. And after that, he believes that all cryptocurrencies will be seized and folded into government crypto. As he shares here, bye-bye Bitcoin. Prediction, Biden to sign executive order regulating cryptos. Next, Fed crypto. Next, all cryptocurrencies seized and folded into government crypto. Let's go, Brandon. You criminal. You commie. Take that, Sleepy Joe. Now, a lot of us here in the Bitcoin community don't know why he said bye-bye Bitcoin, as this could be perceived as bullish, as Mikhail Van Pop shares here. I don't know why you would say bye-bye Bitcoin. And someone else responded, so he can buy more. Very interesting, right? Now, Kiyosaki's crypto prediction has been heavily criticized, as it should be in the crypto community, with many people stressing he should have waited to see what's actually in the executive order before speculating recklessly on it. Many people think that President Biden's executive order is very positive for the crypto industry. We have Jerry Brito, executive director of DC-based think tank Coin Center, who commented the following, the message I take from this executive order is that the federal government sees cryptocurrency as a legitimate, serious, and important part of the economy and society. In addition, the centralized cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ether cannot be frozen or seized directly within the network. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz recently described, one of the reasons why I'm so bullish on Bitcoin is because it is decentralized and not controllable. He makes a great point because it is and cannot be controlled or seized. So I don't know why Robert Kiyosaki would state bye-bye Bitcoin. Maybe he just jumped the gun. And checking out his most recent tweet, Biden blames Russia for high oil prices. Biden is a loser. Biden is a liar. He is bankrupting his own people, his own country. He is doing to America what he did to Afghanistan and now Ukraine. Biden is scum. Beg for forgiveness if you voted for him. Very powerful words. And now for a quick recap, what I cover with you here in today's show, Bitcoin threatens $38,000 as three-day chart hints at a March 2020 crash repeat. Also in today's show, we discuss White House executive order on crypto is setting the stage for a massive rally, says Bitwise CIO Matt Hogan. And we also discuss here's how much multimillionaire Kevin O'Leary's portfolio is in crypto. It's now 20%. And we also talked about Robert Kiyosaki saying we're in the biggest bubble in world history and warns that government will seize all cryptocurrencies. Where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, Ecoin wrote, Aloha Friday JV, always stoked to join you in the crypto news alerts on this insane crypto journey. The pace that things are evolving is nuts. Much thanks for wrapping ish up for all of us on the daily. You got it fam. Glad to serve our incredible Bitcoin and crypto community. Thanks so much for all your continued support. Hoddle. Our next featured comment comes from 21 million reasons. I believe Satoshi is alive. I don't believe it's Satoshi's wallet. In my opinion, 20 million was the intended total. The last million coins were to be a test of concept and never moved. Right on. Thanks for sharing, fam. Long live. Satoshi. Now for our third and final featured comment comes from B Styles. Let's get this guy to 100,000 followers. Tell your friends, your enemies, your mama, and your coworkers. Crypto news alerts and BTC to the moon. $100,000 Bitcoin price and 100,000 subs. Send it. Let's freaking go. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.